Girlfriends, episode number 315, From Worry to Wonder with Melissa Overmeyer. Hello and welcome to Girlfriends. I'm Danielle Bean. I'm a wife and a mom and I'm on a mission to help you know your worth as a woman so you can find peace, balance and joy in family living. This week we've got special guest author Melissa Overmeyer here to talk about her new book all about going from worry to wonder based on scripture. An important book, an important topic and I know you're going to enjoy this conversation. Let's get started. Hey, girlfriend, how are you? I hope that you're well. I'm so glad that you are able to join me here today for this newest episode of the Girlfriends Podcast. So the topic of Melissa Overmeyer's book is worry. And this is something I, I find that many of us struggle with in various ways and you know, sometimes more intensely than others throughout our lifetimes. Maybe you're going through a very difficult time right now and you're struggling with this temptation to worry. And I find it's really helpful to think of it that way, that worry is a temptation. We're tempted to worry. Sometimes we just feel like we're victims of it. But I'm a big fan of reminding ourselves that we are the boss of our thoughts. We are in control of our thoughts. And so if you're struggling right now with something difficult and you are finding yourself tempted to worry, I hope that this conversation is going to bless you. I hope that this new resource available from Melissa Overmeyer is going to be a helpful resource for you. But I just want to encourage you to know that that isn't what God wants for you. He reminds us, right, in the scriptures, in this beautiful, you know, vividly described passage in the Gospels where Jesus describes how, you know, the birds of the air don't reap or sow and the flowers of the field are not not working for their living and yet God provides for them so beautifully and abundantly. And the challenge is to become like those birds of the air or like the flowers of the field, to let go of worry, let go of even this notion that we sometimes have that we can or that we ought to be able to control everything. And so, I mean, for some of us, that's going to be more of a struggle than others. Some of us, it's just your temperament. You're going to be more prone to anxiety or worry than other people. But this is definitely something that we all struggle with. This is a universal experience. So that's why I think it was really important for me to have this conversation with Melissa and why I think it's going to be important for you to check out her book. But I'm really excited to share this conversation with you because I know it's just going to bless you. So here we go. Take a listen. special guest is joining me here on Girlfriends Today. Melissa Overmeyer is here with us. Melissa is a dynamic evangelist, author, and speaker. She's founder of Something Greater Ministries, which fosters prayer, scripture study, and community while presenting the teachings of the Catholic Church. Melissa has authored several books, including Metamorphosis of a Soul, which is the story of her conversion to Catholicism, and Born to Soar, Unleashing God's Word in Your Life. And then most recently, what she's here to talk about today, From Worry to Wonder, a Catholic Catholic Guide to Finding Peace Through Scripture from Ascension Press. Melissa has been teaching the scriptures for over 30 years. She's the mother of four daughters and lives with her husband in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Girlfriends, Melissa. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much, Danielle. It is really such an honor to be with you on this uh, podcast. I'm really looking forward to it. Me too. So I'm excited about this book because this is one, this is a topic that I think everybody needs. I don't care who you are, you need help with worry. So let's just, to get us started, just maybe share with us, why why did you write this particular book and why now? Oh boy. Well, um, 
I have had uh, sort of an onslaught of things to worry about um, in my life. And mm -hmm. it really became poignant that I was not the only worrier when COVID hit. Yeah. <laughs> and so I really decided to listen to what God was being used in my own life that was very instrumental to help keep my worries at bay. Mm -hmm. And someone asked me because, uh, well, if you only knew all that was happening, my daughter had broken her neck and our house had been then broken into and set on fire by an arsonist. Like oh my gosh. so many things were happening uh, in the last few years. And so a friend said, how do you, how are you keeping sane? Like, how are you getting mm -hmm. through all this? And I was like, well, gosh, I just do what the Bible says to do, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so she goes, well, what's that? You yeah. know? And I said, oh, you don't know, you know? And she was like, no. And I was like, oh. So when I just sort of laid it out, I, I thought, wow, maybe a lot of people don't really get the sort of scriptural recipe that's the anti-worry antidote, you know? Right. And um, so really that was kind of the the beginning of it all. Yeah, okay, we're gonna get to some of those details, the, the shocking details that you just dropped there about yes. uh, what you've been through. Uh, yeah. But first, let, let's talk about, like, what what is your starting point? Like for somebody who's just listening to this and they're yes. like, okay, yeah, like your friend, um, what's that recipe? Where where do you suggest somebody starts What do you, when they're trying to get a hold of this in their life? Well, on your knees, uh -huh. <laughs> where I think every great thing begins, right? right. Um, so really to pray, to begin to pray, because I, I found in my own life that when I am not looking at the answer, then I really am obsessing about the problems. Mm -hmm. And so my my starting point is, Lord, let me fall more in love with you. Let me please increase those theological virtues that you have given to all of us in our baptism of faith, hope, and love. Lord, just begin this a deeper relationship now because it really, to me, at least in my own journey, if I don't know how deeply I am loved by God, it is hard for me to trust him mm -hmm. with everything. And if I don't trust him, then I don't have hope. So it really begins on my knees asking the Lord to just pour into my life and to allow an increased capacity to receive that love. And then it sort of all just is a domino effect from there. Right, right. So that that's easier said than done, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because like like you said, the, the temptation is to just focus on the problems. So yes. um, in your book, you talk about this idea of mental boundaries, like habits that you've cultivated that help you to stay focused on the right things. Can you describe that a little bit? Yes. So I have a very vivid imagination. <laughs> and um, interestingly enough, even a, a life that validates some of these worries, right? Right. But my mind can race to the worst case scenario in about 0.5 seconds. And so I, I learned through the scriptures that we really are supposed to take our thoughts captive. Mm -hmm. And that was an odd idea to me at first. I was like, what? You know, what? You know, that sounded like... Um, you know, like censorship or something, right. you know, and it's like, well, no, it's for our own good that God says, don't dwell on toxic things, mm -hmm. dwell on life giving things. If you want to have a flourishing, you know, beautiful life, mm -hmm. then go there, not into the toxic. And so the, the scriptures state, you know, to dwell on whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. And that's really the important way to keep your mind into into the 
sort of the the green zone instead of the red zone, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and how we do that is truly by the grace of God. You know, it's not always just up to us. Like we cooperate right. with the grace that's already been given. And I so often forget that. And it's like, I, I think of it as sort of like the Peter Pan grabbing Tinkerbell and sprinkling that glitter, that fairy dust, you know, <laughs> on the children and then being able to do something they weren't able to do on their own, like rise above this earth. And that's really what grace is. Mm-hmm. It's like God showering us with sort of this glitter from heaven to enable us to do something we can't do on our own, just to rise above our earthly circumstances. Mm -hmm. And part of that comes through that true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable for me is through the practice of praise Mm -hmm. and really praising God, not for my circumstances, but often in spite of my circumstances. Yeah. And so I do that by putting on praise music you know, singing. Sometimes I dance along just to, you know, get my body going, you know, into the right uh, tone tone and mind and, and place and to really ask the Lord for his grace to help me to keep my mind stayed on him, which mm-hmm. is what is true, uh, you know, truth, beauty, and goodness. You know, right. if it's true, true or beautiful or good, then you're headed in the right direction. Yeah, and it really can be as simple as that. But I think we we become our own worst enemy sometimes. I like that you talked about kind of reining in your thoughts because for some people that is kind of a, a, a jarring notion. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm the victim of my thoughts, right? <laughs> like, right, how right. am I supposed to? And once years ago, I heard um, one woman just use the phrase, you're the boss of your thoughts. Oh, and I love that. That stayed with me. Yeah, and it's exactly what you're talking about, right? Yeah, like this yeah. idea that you're not the victim of your thoughts. You get no. to boss those thoughts around. Like, I don't want to be focused on this. I'm going to choose again and again and again. And sometimes it really is that deliberate and that repetitive that you have to keep pulling yourself away and turning your attention back to what is what is good, what is right, what is true, what is beautiful. Um, But that's such a simple practice. And yet... It can be so challenging. Like I know there are so many people that are just riddled with anxiety. They're just in these these bad habits of just allowing their thoughts to overrun them. And do you have any words of advice or encouragement for somebody who just feels completely overwhelmed? I think first of all, your 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 thought that this is impossible. Like God, it's through through the grace of God, right? Right. Um, but maybe even do you have something to offer even on a more practical level? Like how to interrupt that? Where do you start? Well, I think you start with again with prayer mm-hmm. and just admit because Paul often said, you know, when I'm weak, I'm strong. Like admit, okay, this is beyond me. Mm-hmm. This is not something I can do. So Lord. I give this to you. I give this to you right now. And I need your grace to come and infuse me and infuse the situation so that I can sort of interrupt the thought process. And, you know, it's interesting because I read all these things, you know, all these books and and there is a way to create new neural pathways in your brain, you know, right. you have neuroplasticity. And so, but part of it is saying, I'm going to do it, you know, mm-hmm. declaring, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. I am going to do this instead. And and sort of taking the bull by the horns and saying, well, I have as a choice of the will, I'm not going to be ruled by my emotions. I'm going to make a conscious decision to do something that may feel at first contrary or even false, you know, to how you've been. Right. Because if you're a natural born warrior like myself, I really have to take a stand and say, Lord, I need your help in this. This doesn't feel comfortable to me, or at least it didn't at first. It does now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, greater is he that's in you 
than he that's in the world. And so it may take a little while to turn the ship around, Mm -hmm. but it is exactly what we are told to do in scripture. And that not only, the beautiful thing is if God tells us to do it, he enables us to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that's impossible because that is exactly what the enemy of your soul wants you to believe, you know, that not all things are possible, you know, but God says, yes, all things are possible, you know. Right. Uh, to just those, not on our own. Just not on our own, you know. And so I would definitely say, and, and there's power in the Word of God. If you do not have a copy of the Scriptures, you know, something that's so beautiful, I think, for a multitude of reasons, mm-hmm. is to have an actual paper copy of the Bible, <laughs> yes. you know, that you can mark up, that you can stick sticky notes on, that you can make your own so that you can literally stand on the promises of God, that you can see them and you can say, you know, it's in here, Lord, and I'm standing on this and I'm claiming this in my life and and, and the teachings of the church, get a catechism even, you know, and and preach your own self happy, which is something that I have to do often and and say, well, I may not feel like this, but I know that if it's in here, then it's true, mm-hmm. you know? And so God is going to not only tell me it's true, he's going to enable it for, for it to be truth in my own life. I love that. And just go for it, you know, and just say, I refuse to listen to the lies of the enemy any longer. I'm going to renew my mind to this truth of what's in God's word and, and the teachings of the church. Yeah, so important. And and I, I love that you you make that distinction. Like you may not feel it. Like sometimes we're waiting for the feeling before we'll yes. believe um, that we can we can take action in our lives. But just like every other difficult or challenging thing, like you know we're used to talking about love is a choice, right? Don't wait for the feeling; just choose. And the same is true here. Trusting is a choice; just choose it. And that the feelings may or may not be there, especially at the start. But it really begins as simple as that. I like that you outline it. So it feels very doable when you describe it in that way. Um, But in your book, you share these stories of some truly challenging times. I mean, the crazy, right? Like the serious injury of your daughter, this loss of your your home to fire in this crazy circumstance. Can you share a little bit about those situations and what you learned about worry and trusting in God during those times, especially? Well, it's all been hard, you know, um, of course. but I feel like... <laughs> And I don't know if it's been for you, but if God gives you a platform, sometimes he allows, it's not his, it's not his perfect will, but it is his permissive will Mm -hmm. to allow things to happen. And I think it's because for me, at least, you know, it would be really easy to say, God is good. You can trust him if my life were perfect, you know, but it's like (laughs) when, yeah, you know, but it's when the Lord gives you a really visible platform for all to see that your life is absolutely not perfect, you know, and Mm -hmm. that you can still say, you know what, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. I choose by an act of the will to trust that God is good because I know in his word, he says that he will cause all things to work together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. And so I stand on that. And so now instead of I call them my what moments to wow <laughs> moments, you know, because I keep having these what moments, you know, and I keep saying, okay, then the the wow is coming. The mm-hmm. wow is coming, Lord. How are you going to bring the this together for good that I go, wow, that's amazing, God. Only you could have done that, you know, and mm-hmm. wow, Lord, how are we going to get through this together so that you're going to work it out for not just my good, but I, the thing that is so wow to me about God is it's good, 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 good on every level for everyone. He's mm-hmm. a win, 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 win God. 
And so it's like, if he's working it out for my good, it's going to be so good for so many people, you know? And Mm -hmm. he's just such an awesome God that only God, you know, it's like you give him one yes and he like multiplies it, you know, a million times over for blessings in, in his kingdom. And so I just have to think, wow, God, how are you going to work this? Not just for my good, but you're going to take this fire and the loss of everything. And you're going to change my world through it. Not Mm -hmm. just me, but my world. And I don't know how you're going to do it, but to see the blessings that have come out of this really, I can't really go into it because it's still, there's still some weirdness about it in the court systems right now. But just, I know that he is a just God, even if I don't see justice right now and how it's being played out, you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, but the blessings that have come from it have been incredible, like incredible. And so I just keep counting my blessings and knowing, wow, God, you are awesome. You, and I I can't, I can't really praise you enough because Mm -hmm. of all the amazing things that you were doing. And I know that the devil meant it for my harm. You know, it's like in Genesis, uh, it says, you know, Satan meant it for evil, but God means it for good. Mm -hmm. And so I just keep saying, okay, you know what? It may not look like good. (laughs) Right. It may not feel like good. It may not feel like good. It's like, it's like, as my my friend says, it's like a gift wrapped poorly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think that's great. That's a really good way of looking at it. Um, Mm -hmm. And and so has your, has your family experienced this kind of transformation as well through these challenging things? And how do you model this? Like as a mom, how do you approach this topic of trusting in God with your own kids? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, at least in that myself and many of the families I know, as the mom goes, so kind of goes the family. Like, I think we set a lot of the emotional and spiritual and just the temperature, you know, the joy meter sort of happens with mom. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it is so important. I can't tell you how important. I think as mothers, we've been entrusted with this special formation of our children's hearts and minds and souls in a really particularly beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And so if we can, if we can really grasp God and his goodness and say to our children, wow, it doesn't look great right now, but I know that God is going to bring good about this and mm-hmm. let's praise him. Oh, you're having trouble today because <laughs> at the beginning, this, this is a real life thing. My daughter didn't have any uniforms for school. You know, like we come back from Christmas vacation and it's like, we don't have any uniforms. So I was like, well, <sighs> okay, let's, let's pray about it and let's see how God's going to work this for good. And like, it was so sweet. The people that, that, that offered us their school uniforms. And then we go to the school and the school like showered us, not with school uniforms, but with like, go ahead, pick anything you want out of the school bookstore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it was just like, it was like, and and then you have to show your kids like, look how God answered that. Look how awesome. Not like, oh, aren't we lucky? It was like, look how God did that. Look how God answered that prayer. And if you bring God in, then you can, if you, if you, you you know, you can give him the credit, you know what I'm saying? And so I feel like it's so important that we bring God into every part of it, the, the loss, because then you can give him credit for the blessing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, anyway, it's just been, uh, I just tried to show my kids again and again and again, the good parts, not just, oh my gosh, look, look, here's, here's all the bad. Right. Right. And I think as moms, we have a particularly beautiful voice in showing our kids that. Yeah. 
yeah, it's a tremendous gift and a privilege, but a huge responsibility as well. Sometimes I think that that feels a little daunting for us. So I, I like that you share it in that very kind of doable way in the moment kind of way. But okay, so the book, um, From Worry to Wonder, it's more than just a book, right? That you've got, what, what is this 40-day yes. journal? Tell us okay. about that and the yes. Worry to Wonder toolkit, everything. Okay, so the book, basically, the crux of the book is, I call it my Worry to Wonder checklist. Mm-hmm. And if you did nothing more than go to page 155 in the book, uh-huh. which is in the toolkit, and you looked at the to worry what to wonder checklist, and this is the to go version, so you can just rip it out and stick it in your purse or whatever. Uh-huh. But in it is it is the 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 seven things I say that really do take you from worry to wonder. It's the scriptural recipe. And we can go over if we have time, but that's, Mm -hmm. that is the crux of the book. And so the seven chapters are explaining those seven, basically points, those seven scriptures. Mm -hmm. Then after you've read that, and it's very quick, I wanted it to be something that anybody could pick up and read pretty quickly and then be on their way. And then the, the 40 day journal is like the person that holds your hand to get walk you through a diet. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's your accountability basically. And because I believe that everybody wants to be free of worry. Like we all have this good intention of sure. I want that, but there's a difference between a good intention and then following it through with the hard work of cooperating with God's grace so that you can be transformed. Right. Mm -hmm. So taking your thoughts captive is a little, bit of a new thing for people. And it's also, to be honest with you, kind of difficult for a person that likes to complain about mm-hmm. their situation. So, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's kind of like easy to pick up your phone and talk to your girlfriend and just dish about your troubles. Mm-hmm. It's a little more difficult to say, guess what? I'm not going to do that. Today, I'm going to talk about my blessings. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about hey, you know, this is a sweet thing that my husband did. Or, hey, my kid went to school today and and they were happy, you know, and we didn't fight in the car or, you know, or some great thing. Like, how do you turn it? How do you turn your, um, that voice of complaint off in your head and then talk about the good things? And so it's the the 40-day journal helps you to do that and to to really be, it it is your little accountability partner. Mm Mm-hmm. And when the, the, the worrisome thought comes, it, it is going to help you to say, I'm going to turn that off and I'm going to turn on the one thing I decided I'm going to be thankful for today. So it's like switch that off and switch this on. So it yeah. really helps to do that. And then also in the toolkit, something that I love that I think is worth the price of the book is called the Talk Back Truth page. And it's the very next page. It's 157. And if you have a lot of negative self-talk, which... I tend to run into, I find that happening <laughs> every, in my own Every head. woman does. Yep. Yes. So when the enemy of your soul says this to you, God is holding out on you. If he were truly good, a God of love, you would not be in this situation, which actually I have heard that quite a bit in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, then you reply with, no, God is love and nothing can separate me from his love. I'm his beloved daughter. I'm a child of the King, you know? And mm-hmm. so and it gives you the scripture, Romans 8, 38 through 39. And if you have your Bible, you can mark it up. And when you start hearing that lie, you combat it with truth, you know, Mm -hmm. just come right back at it with truth. Because that's what putting on the full armor of God, you know, the one offensive weapon we have is the sword of spirit, which is the word of God. Mm -hmm. And so we can combat the lies of the enemy with scripture, with these words of God. And that's one reason why the psalmist says to hide them in our heart, you know. Mm -hmm. And so if we can at least 
sort of have these comebacks that we know are based on truth, then we don't have to listen to that negative self-talk. We can we can combat it with the truth of who God is, who we are, you know, and St. Catherine of Siena says that changes everything. Mm-hmm. And it does. And it does. So yeah. I, I like that you mentioned hiding it in your heart. So combating these these kinds of thoughts or these temptations and these these lies with scripture is, is such a beautiful practice. Do you have particular passages you recommend that people might use? I mean, everyone's going to have their own kind of go-tos, but if yes. someone doesn't know, like they've got their Bible, like yes. do you have certain ones that, you, that really speak to you about the topic of worry? Yes, very much so. To be honest with you, th- this kind of came about when... <laughs> I I realized that there was a scripture and it's in Isaiah that says he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. And so, you know, just knowing that 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 God wants to keep us in perfect peace, you mm-hmm. know. So I but we have to keep our mind stayed on him. And that's where the the um worry to wonder checklist comes in. It's really the bo- boomerang of love, I call it, <laughs> that just gets our thoughts right back to to where they should be, which mm-hmm. is in the presence of God and focusing on the answer and not the problems. But if I had to say what my favorite all-time psalms are that I just have really hidden in my heart that I just adore mm-hmm. is Psalm 34, 4 through 8 has been has kept me strong pretty much my whole life. And it is, I sought the Lord and He answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Mm-hmm. Those who look to Him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. And I mean, how beautiful is that? When I start to panic, I just think, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold the horses here. You know, I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. So it's really in the seeking I believe that the the battle is won. You know, it's Mm -hmm. really, we're going to, I think (laughs) some of us may just be natural born worriers and it has to do with temperament. You know, (laughs) my husband, he's not a worrier. I mean, it's kind of disgusting. Honestly, (laughs) I, I, he's just kind of like, he doesn't worry and things just seem to work out for him all the time. And thanks be to God, I married such an awesome, positive man. Me, I struggle, Mm -hmm. you know, but the beautiful thing is that God is in the struggle. And I believe it delights him even in my struggle because mm-hmm. I haven't given up. It's like, no, Lord, I'm not going to give up. Even in this struggle, I'm going to keep looking at you. You know, even if I never break free from all these worries, right. I'm going to keep looking at you because I'm going to trust in you. And I know that you're going to work it out for good. So if you're like me, if you have that sad, that temperament of worry, mm-hmm. the beautiful thing about it, thank God. You know why? Because we, unlike other people, get to be driven to our knees at a moment-to-moment basis. <laughs> You're going to have that ongoing connection. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like, you know, again, Satan meant it for evil, but God means it for good. I mean, mm-hmm. just think, we're going to be like these strong war horses, you know, that never give up because we've had to struggle with this, mm-hmm. but we haven't given up, you know, we're keeping on, keeping on, and the, uh, another beautiful, beautiful psalm, if it is an encouragement to others, is, is Psalm 91. And it just is just a beautiful reminder to us. And it says, abide in the shadow of his wings. And mm-hmm. I will say to Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. 
for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. And I just love this. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings, you will find refuge for his faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrows that fly by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. And then it says a thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but they will not come near you. And I just, when, when I, I think, okay, Lord, how do I hide? How do I take refuge in you? And then I just picture sort of this mother bird image, <laughs> yes. you know, of gathering her chicks, you know, mm-hmm. under her wings. And that's where I want to be. I want to be right there next to the heartbeat of God. I want to be covered in feathers. Mm-hmm. And he promises that. And But it's up to us to run into that right. and under those wings, right? Right. And so how I do it is I just... I picture God and I and I just picture him saying, Come to me, come on, you know, come, come on. You know how when your kids are trying to learn to walk. Yeah. And, and we don't when we stumble and we fall, if it's babies trying to learn to walk, we don't say, you know, shame on you, baby, for not knowing how to walk better. You know, we pick them up and we're just so delighted that they are trying, you know, mm-hmm. and, and right. we clap our hands and we say, Come on, come on, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's God. That's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And he's going to just keep doing it because we're always going to be his baby. And thanks be to God. I love that. That's beautiful. Well, you've given us a, a couple of passages, but I, I want to encourage people to find your own, find your own song yes. that speaks to you, find your own scripture passage that speaks to you on the topic of worry. Um, we're almost out of time here, but I do want to give you a moment to let us know where can we find out more about you, more about the book, more about all that you've got going on, Melissa. That's so kind. Thank you. Well, um, all the books are up on Amazon, so mm-hmm. you can go to Amazon if you want, or I like going directly to the source, to Ascension Press, because right. they are my publisher and they're so awesome. And when you go onto Ascension Press, you can find all kinds of cool stuff, not just my book, but you know all kinds of, of amazing things like anything that you're looking for. I'm sure they have an answer to there. <laughs> and then um, and then I have uh, a website called uh, melissaovermeyer.com. Mm-hmm. And on it are all kinds of um, vlogs or Mm -hmm. they're small, you know, but I do a lot of things on Facebook live and on YouTube. And so they can go there if they Mm want to find out more. And I've done a lot of uh, retreats and things that are all uh, videoed or um, yep. recorded. So anyway, you can find out all, all kinds of things at melissaovermeyer.com. Great. We'll have that definitely linked up in the show notes. My guest today has been Melissa Overmeyer. The book, again, is From Worry to Wonder, A Catholic Guide to Finding Peace Through Scripture, newly available from Ascension. Melissa, I want to thank you. For, thank you for writing this book. Thank you for just sharing your heart so beautifully and sharing your love of Scripture. It's truly inspiring to me, and I'm so grateful for the way that you've shared it with the world. Oh, well, thank you so much. And, you know, I I really, even for free, you can go on and get the Worry to Wonder checklist. But the book is, is goes takes a much deeper dive. But I, I don't want anyone to, to ever be without an answer, a scriptural answer. So please log on and uh, I'll put up a, a video of just the Worry to Wonder checklist mm-hmm. because honestly, freely receive, freely give. And I really want everyone to be free, free indeed from the power. Power of worry. Beautiful. God bless you. Beautiful. Well, we will be checking out that link. Thank you so much for generously sharing that. We've got more of the show coming up for you, but first a quick break. I'm Danielle Bean, and you're listening to the Girlfriends Podcast. Am I saved? How do I develop a better prayer life? How do I trust in God? 
The Curious Catholic is a new series of bite-sized books from Ascension that answer these questions and more. The Curious Catholic features small books from various authors that provide busy Catholics ways to go deeper into spiritual questions. The first three titles in the series are from Father Mike Schmitz, host of the Bible in a Year podcast. Father Mike's books explore the topics of salvation, prayer, and trusting in God. To learn more about the Curious Catholic series, go to ascensionpress.com slash curiouscatholic. That's ascensionpress.com slash curiouscatholic. Welcome back. Now we're at the point in the show where I like to share some listener feedback with you. If you want to share feedback on today's show, or if you want to ask a question that I could possibly answer at this section of a future episode of Girlfriends, you can email me danielle at daniellebean.com or connect with me on Voxer. The link to connect with me on Voxer and send me a voicemail is in the show notes of every single episode over at ascensionpress.com. But this week, I heard from listener Mary, who sent me this email. She says, Hi, Danielle, longtime listener blog reader here. I just wanted to leave a quick note to let you know how one of your podcasts impacted me. This past fall, I was catching up on Girlfriends in a sort of binge style. I specifically remember beginning the episode with Laura Phelps from Sandy Hook. I started the episode and considered skipping it because I felt it would be too heavy and wouldn't pertain to me whatsoever. I changed my mind though and listened to the entire episode and even shared it with some friends. Little did I know what I was being prepared for. Not two weeks later, I dropped my beloved 11th daughter off to school at Oxford High School in Michigan. I don't know if you actually have 11 daughters um, or if that's a typo and it's 11th grade daughter. <laughs> anyway, regardless, I'm impressed. <laughs> anyway, she goes to Oxford High School in Michigan where she goes part-time. Two hours later, I had a text from her that there was an active shooter in her school outside the classroom that she was in. I dropped to my knees and started praying with some sort of supernatural grace that let me go not and, and not panic. Uh, Thank God she was safe, but tragically, four innocent lives were lost. This is just devastating. Um, I know that I was meant to listen to that episode, and I intend to re-listen down the road when I feel ready. Thank you for such a wide variety of guests, and I will never skip another episode again thinking that it isn't for me. I never in a million years would have guessed that our small rural community would have this happen. We are healing and feel God everywhere in the journey. Your ministry is important. God bless you, Mary. That is amazing, Mary. I I know that um you know that God used that episode to, yes, prepare you for what you are going to experience. Such a terrible, tragic situation that you and your daughter have gone through, and I'm so sorry for that. But I'm I'm just grateful to know that that conversation with Laura Phelps, and I will link to it in the show notes for anybody else who wants to check it out. It's really she's just um she's author of Sweet Cross is her her newest book, and just a beautiful woman with a beautiful faith that she shares in the most encouraging and inspiring ways about having gone through that very tragic situation in Sandy Hook years ago and the ways that it has transformed her faith. And she just shares that so beautifully in the book, but also in the interview that we did here on Girlfriends. So I will link to that in the show notes. Mary, know that we'll be praying for you and your daughter and all of your community in the coming weeks. I'm glad to know that you are healing and that you feel God everywhere as you're on that journey. 
journey, but what a difficult and devastating thing to have to go through personally in your family with your daughter, but also as a community, as Laura Phelps shared so vividly in that podcast that you mentioned. And you know what? I'm glad to to hear you say that you won't skip a future episode because you know what? I don't want you to miss any of the good stuff. And, And you know what? I'm so grateful to the many different guests. You mentioned the variety of guests that we have here on Girlfriends. I am so grateful for the opportunity to talk to so many wonderful people doing so many different things, so many different kinds of work who have so many different gifts and ministries. And it's always encouraging to me to hear from them and share their stories and put a a little spotlight on the, the good work that they're doing in all the different corners of the church. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to do that. And I'm grateful that it has blessed you, Mary. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. But if you want to send me a note about girlfriends or send me a question of your own or share an experience of yours, you can always email me, danielle at daniellebean.com. I'm also Danielle Bean on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I especially would love to connect with you on Instagram. That's where I tend to be most active these days. But in the meantime, I want to thank you for being here for this episode. I want to thank Melissa Overmeyer for joining us for today's conversation. And I just know that I'm grateful for the fact that you show up. It's really meaningful to me. It's so encouraging to me to know that we have this time together and that we can connect right here through the Girlfriends podcast every week. Thank you so much for being part of our community. And until next time, I hope you enjoy your day and God bless your week. Girlfriends is a collaboration between daniellebean.com and Ascension, the leader in Catholic faith formation. 